back on men. Men with the dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot day? Mr. Clavin, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Indeed it is. It's Wednesday night, and I am Mr. Wednesday night. And if I hear a dog bark one more time, I think it's going to end up with the same fate as that gorilla in Ohio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am DK. Over to Queens, King of I Pizza. I am Sir Big B here live in Queens. And if you hear my dogs bark, can you please give them the same fate as a fucking gorilla? Because they'll bark at fucking anything. Hashtag same fate as the gorilla. Thank you. Is London calling? London should be here. Yeah, London's calling. This is Choo Choo Stew calling from London. And you might hear my cat barking tonight. She's gone a little bit wild. Yeah, look, we want no more cat shit this week. That was really freaky. I I had some little kids over. I had a birthday party for my... um, uh, for my boy on the weekend, turned 12. So it was just a small gathering. We had a pool party and stuff. I was trying to tell the kids about cats. How if, if you know, a, think of the most vicious dog in the world. We we try to ban pit bulls and we try to, uh, you know, there's wolves and coyotes. But think about cats. They're natural predators. And I'm sure if a house cat had its way, it would truly suck the life out of you. Well, my cat brought in a, about an hour ago. My cat brought in a frog from the garden, and it didn't kill it. It was just teasing it. That's nice. I think they try to bring you like gifts. Is that what it is? Like, and my wife says to me, "Well, you grab hold of it and put it in the garden." I said, "Well, you fucking grab hold of it and put it in the garden." <laughs> but in the end, I grabbed hold of it and put it in the garden. <laughs> when I when I was a kid, uh, my grandmother would would feed the stray cats. So. We had a couple, not many, but you know, we had a couple of cats in the, in the, coming into my grandmother's house, and one of them would would go out, kill a bird, 
and then fling it up in the air and try to play with it and wonder why it wasn't flying away after it was dead. Don't you want to play anymore? Right. <laughs> now, here, here's my question, and, and, and Big B, I think you can run with me on this now. Big B has informed us that uh, every Wednesday is pizza night, so you may occasionally see Big B uh, grab a crust of that delicious uh, deep dish New York pizza. Um, Chicago's deep dish. We have human human sized pizza. Yeah, but New York has good pizza. And New York has a, the the best pizza, but Chicago has that shitty fucking dish pizza that's like this. It's like eating a fucking cake. I know they put the cheese on top of the uh, of, of the uh, toppings. It's stupid. It's like you know they must have hired somebody that's not Italian. Right. But you know you should come to my hometown here in Windsor. We have some good pizza. We've got a good uh, a good Italian lineage, but where I was going with this is uh, Stu, uh, the frog come in. Yeah, you didn't make frog legs or 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 frog bellies or something like that. Do you know what the thought never crossed my mind? Actually, I'd, now in hindsight, I should have just uh, dropped it into a little pot of boiling water or something. But uh, <laughs> no, it was it was yeah, jumping just up had a little my... salt and pepper. <laughs> It was, and it was only a baby as well, but the cat kept getting hold of it, throwing it about, and uh, I just thought, I just want this out of my house, really, you know. A, a baby frog, uh, a stew is a tadpole. Well, you know. True. They are called tadpoles. Yeah, They are. They are. They're infants, yeah. But frog legs are, are, are a delicacy. That's actually something I've tried. I've never cooked it myself, but. I've never, what yeah, do things taste like? I've never had frog legs. Everything tastes okay. like chicken, Big B. Everything. Everything tastes like chicken. They are the dominant animal of the food chain. Yeah, it's, it's like having a chicken wing, except you haven't got as, as much meat. Mm. Now, we have, we have a few things. Well, before we go into stew, is there anything going in your neck of the woods, Big B, before I... Um... No, actually, nothing much going on this well, week. You do have to. I, I was going to compliment uh, Choo Choo on how nice he looked tonight again. But you need to stand up for our, our video viewers I and shall. show them the beautiful new uh, attire we have. Look at that, folks. This is from uh, Unworked Apparel. And uh, we are working on getting those available for you in the very near future. Big B is the first one to have our brand new Cave Crew Radio uh, shirts. So, Unworked Apparel, unworkedapparel.com uh, are our sponsors. And uh, we'll all be sporting them very soon. And we're going to figure out a way that you can, too. We just have to figure out a way that Big B is not going to charge us $475 in shipping. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it was funny. Like I, I got everything prepared, all the packages prepared. Uh, on Monday night after uh, uh, my other show. And my wife takes him to work, and usually she mails out my, my shit for me. She, she's texting me. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? It's like $22 to ship to Stu. It's like 20 I, I got a shirt for Eric, too, over in Sweden. It's $22 to ship to Sweden. It's like, what the fuck? How is Eric getting one of these? I'm Wait gonna, a minute. I made one for Eric. For fuck's sakes. Eric deserves one. You're charging me and Stu out the ass for shipping. I'm charging Eric for shipping, too. Yeah, but he should pay for the damn shirt, too. He's not as entertaining as Carlisle. Yeah, 
you should have charged Eric $35. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a guy that puts a tattoo of a fucking pony on himself. He would have probably paid for all of us. That is true. I should have hit him up first. Come on. We got to start having uh, show $8. meetings. We, st- we got to start having show meetings before we make these decisions. <laughs> you know? Anyway, we got to get him like a few half dozen to send to that My Little Pony convention in uh, Absolutely. Germany. But uh, by the way, Stu, you're looking very dapper yourself. I, I, again, I can't, my eyes are bad, but is that uh, Johnny Cash? It is indeed. It is Johnny indeed. Cash, okay. I had a guy in the pub tonight. He goes, don't tell me, don't tell me who that is. He goes, ring a fire. And then he said, don't tell me, don't tell me. And he come back about 15 minutes later. He said, Johnny Cash. He said, but my mate told me. Oh, we lost him a little bit there. You there, Stewie? It looks like frozen on the video. We froze up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, man. Yeah. That's all right. So, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say William Shatner because William Shatner has done a remake of that, too, I'm sure. Um, anyhow, we're just razzing you, Big B. But, uh, of course. So, Stu, uh, first over to you because we have a couple of, of course, <laughs> imagine Stu has a couple of stories to tell us this week. <laughs> um, before we go into your stories, though, I noticed that you actually went out after last week we were talking about these, uh, these pig cheeks. And uh, you were not kidding. They were like a dollar seventy-five a pound, which I a pound, which I'm imagining is, you know, five bucks in our money. So a very cheap. And and tell us how you cooked your pig's cheeks. And did you eat them alone, or did someone join you? Well, uh, if I'm honest, right, I I put them on yesterday before I went to work. I just a, a few little vegetables, celery, onion, carrot. Fried off in a pan, add the che- uh, cheeks, brown them off, bit of beef stock and tomatoes, cover it, a few herbs. It's in the oven for, a, let it do its own stuff for about three or four hours. Uh, my wife come home and uh, I'd gone to work and she texted me, said, oh, it smells nice. I said, yeah, just leave, turn the oven off, leave it and I'll take it out of the oven when I get home. And then... <clears throat> Anyway, when she got home tonight from work, I said to her, what do you think? She said, oh, yeah, it's nice. Like, you know, and I, it was cold in a pot, but I stirred it around. She goes, what is it? I said, it's a pork casserole. She said, oh, yeah, it sounds nice. I said, well, actually, it's pig's cheek. And she said, oh, no, nah, I've gone right off of it, she said. So we haven't actually eaten it yet. So uh, why, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be better when it gets uh, some disease. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually just, quite nice. Let's just let it it's sit like and get diphtheria or something. <laughs> oh, remember, mad cow disease did come from England. Yeah. Well, I wonder why. Let's not eat it tonight. It's just like eating, eating a pork chop. Well, yeah, but don't bother putting it in the fridge. Like, uh, just leave it on the stove. <laughs> I Do you know what? If you make a stew or a casserole and then you leave it overnight, all those flavors... Overnight, while you're asleep, they're all ha- those flavors are having a little party, and they're all getting to know each other. And then in the morning or in the evening, when you go to reheat it, it tastes uh, uh, delicious. Well, look, look I, I'm 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 with you there, because uh, I make nothing with pork cheeks or buttocks or intestines. But uh, when I make a chili or a pasta, it always tastes better. It seems the next time. So if you make a vat and you freeze it. 
the chili always seems to taste hotter or, you know, so when I do it for Super Bowl every year, I always make it a couple of weeks in advance and then I take out the, uh, you know, take, but I put it in the freezer. I was going to say, that's the, that's the one point though. You put it somewhere where it's not bacteria ridden outsideness that's taking over and getting diseases. It's right. in a fridge. Listeria is not one of my secret right. ingredients. <laughs> now, I do, I do everything above board. My, my food cools down, and then I put it, pop it in the fridge. The flavors have a party, and then we have a party eating it. Oh, so you're not leaving it sit out like on the stove for a day and a half? No, no, no. I need to cool down sufficiently to put it in the fridge. Well, no, that I can understand. It cooled down sufficiently is like an hour or two. Right. It's well, not, you know. It's, it's not three weeks from June. Oh, no, it, it was in the fridge. By the time I got home from work, like, it was in the fridge. So basically, you have pig cheeks in your fridge right now. So after break, you could get yourself a bowl of pig cheeks and enjoy I could, because I haven't actually, to be honest, I haven't tasted what I've cooked myself so Big B, I think oh. we should. I think we should test this on air. I, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I'm trying to figure out right now how I could get pig cheeks from the UK and get it here disease free. Because well, you I have them over there. Cheeks. No, we don't have pig cheeks here. You do. You must uh, have. The only thing I've ever seen is a cow tongue, and it scares the shit out of me. I mean, there, there's cow tongue. There's uh, uh, oxtail. Uh, uh, you know, there's you know various places you can go get stomach. I've never seen pig cheeks. Yeah, and imagine like how much fucking meat is there in a cheek? We're gonna find out after the break, folks. Half the size of a decent pork chop, but at the time it's cooked, you're talking medallion. Right, you're talking small. You're you're Hannibal fucking Lecter. That's who you are. (laughs) You're Hannibal fucking Lecter. All right, anyway, moving on. We'll, we'll bring out the... you got to get some of that out after the break. I will. I will. Okay. Stick it in the microwave if you have one over there. If not, put it on the oh, open yeah, fire. Yeah. i got to see it. Yeah, I, I yeah. want to see the, 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 the dish laid out. And this is the benefit of, of you know watching the video, kids. So, anyway, um, Stu, I don't know which one to start with here, but you text me a couple of stories. You've always... Always have... My life is so boring compared to yours. Um, there was a, a and, and it just so happens it was a Canadian that was selling it on eBay, but there was a, a, a doormat, um, yeah. about a Muslim God or anyway, you, you clarify this for us. Yeah, it was, I was in the garden, uh, a couple of days ago and a neighbor sort of like leant over the fence, like my Indian neighbor. And he said, shows me his, um, his mobile phone and he shows me this thing on Amazon and I says, yeah, what? And it's just like a sort of cartoon character of some kind of, I mean, to me, it was just saying, I thought it was a Disney character. Like and Aladdin said, or something. That's what it looked like yeah, to me. Yeah. Well, that's what it looked like. Yeah. It looked like Aladdin. And I said, yeah, fair enough. And he says, uh, and then I, I scrolled down, looked at it. And I said, oh yeah, it's a, it's a, a Hindu God. Oh, Hindu. I'm I, sorry. I thought no, it was our friend celebrating Ramadan. Okay, so well, it's a, it was both. There was both available. There was the uh, Muslim one. <laughs> uh, we got to get pictures of this. So, there, so there's a Muslim one and a Hindu one. 
there's a Quran version. It's basically basically on Amazon. They're selling a Quran doormat, okay, uh, and a Muslim God doormat. And I says to him, "Well, look, some people were into like Johnny Cash, right? Right. And I might want to get a Johnny Cash doormat. And it doesn't mean to say that I think Johnny Cash. I'm going to wipe my feet on him. It means I like Johnny Cash or I like." The Toronto Bluebirds. Bluebirds, is it? Something like that. Right, Blue yeah, Jays. Blue, 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 Blue Bird's on my shoulder, yeah. yeah, okay. And I get a doormat with Toronto Blue Jays on it. Uh, it doesn't mean to say that they're shit and I'm going to wipe my feet on them in disrespect, does it? Or well, does it? Well, you know, again, I know Big B uh, melts when he walks into a church. But one of the things we have in my household is is, is a crucifix hanging on. Now we don't put it on the doormat. <laughs> we we give it just a little bit more respect than hanging on the wall. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, th- this goes to the fanaticism of the of the the fucking Muslims, though. If you remember that now, the the Islamic God is Muhammad. So if you remember a few years ago, I don't know if it was it was Sweden or Switzerland. One, there was a, or Denmark, one of those countries, yeah, where exactly. he did a cartoon of Mohammed. And everybody yeah. in the Islamic community threatened Wasn't that France? Isn't that why they, they ended up with all those shootings and shit? Cause, no, but no, I, think, it, I think originally it was from Denmark or something Denmark, like that. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what it was. It was oh, from okay. Denmark. And everybody in the Islamic community threatened to kill him because he made a, he made a cartoon of fucking Mohammed. Yeah. Now, if you made a if you made a cartoon of Jesus or you know uh, the elephant Hindu god, I don't know Ganesh, so something like that. <laughs> let's uh, call him. Let's call him Clem. <laughs> well, that is Ganesh. <laughs> but yes, we call him Clem. Uh, <laughs> Clem the elephant god. Uh, um, nobody would bat an eye, but because the fucking Islamics threaten to kill somebody and everybody's afraid to piss off or or offend an, uh, uh, a person of islam it's a big fucking deal yeah i don't get where's their sense of humor these people there is oh, none. Uh, while there. they're beheading somebody they're yeah. laughing their ass off laughing That's their ass while off. they're beheading some poor lady that decided she didn't like to be a, a muslim anymore right or they're raping uh, a christian or uh you know, uh, so anyway, so the, we got to break yes. this down for you folks. So Stu has a, 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 a female single neighbor who's active on Tinder, and he's got the Hindu neighbor on the other side. You got yourself a great neighborhood. <laughs> and I've got Jew, I've got Jews on the other side. Oh, like, you know? But no, anyway, he was just, I think he was just wondering how I felt about the uh, situation. But I said, well, just don't worry about it. It's not, you know, it's just, it's a, it is what it is. And uh, grow a set and don't worry about it. But he's wrote to your commission over there, whatever commission that may be. I don't think there's a commission. He probably wrote wrote the Amazon commission. He wrote the Amazon. That's not the government commission. (laughs) <laughs> you're right, name. I don't appreciate that you're selling uh, a clem on a doormat. <laughs> Although, if he's writing to Canada, Canada will apologize. Yeah, well, we will. I, I will definitely. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Let us give you a free clem salt shaker with your doormat. <laughs> Can we give him a free t-shirt? Forty quid for postage. <laughs> so that's right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't order it from Big B, whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so, yeah, you've got this. Uh, yeah, you're, but Big B is completely right. You, they've got absolutely no sense of humor. None. I, uh, unless I'll they're t- fucking... I, Unless they're beheading somebody or ripping a clit off some fucking poor woman. <laughs> then they're laughing hysterical. Stu, but, you, know. you know what I told Stu? I said, Stu's telling me this story, and I said, go tell him to have some cow. <laughs> have a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, I've got steak here, brother. Do you want to talk about the doormat over a nice Angus steak? Yeah, I'll invite him around for a barbecue next That's weekend. Right. A steak and some beer, because they can't, they can't drink either. It, it, but I want to tell you guys a story before we go to Stu's next little dilemma. It is, and I think we talked about this on air, and, and you know what, they, I told you guys they call me Archie Bunker, because I know I bring up all kinds of race and politics and stuff like that, but when I was a kid, there wasn't a person of color in, in school until grade 10. Like, it, it just, it, so we weren't used to it. So my son has this birthday party, and we have this one kid over, and a great kid. Like, again, I'm not insulting anybody. But I said to my wife, I think it's Ramadan. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because she always thinks I'm off on a wild tangent. But, you know, sometimes I actually care, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I go to the kid and I said, you know, would you like a hamburger, a hot dog? We got potato salad. We got macaroni salad. The wife, you know, made up some nice salads. What is the hamburger made of? I have never in my lifetime had to run in my fucking house (laughs) and double check that it was 100% beef. Because the Hindus (laughs) won't eat beef, but the other ones won't eat pork. Mm Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I, like, so anyway, it was beef, and I made sure everything was okay, but she's like, I, I, I talked to her afterwards, and I was like, fuck, if this is a 50-50 mix, and then a neighbor of mine told me a joke where they didn't like this one guy, so they fed him pork on purpose, and the guy never died. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I just, as, as mean as I am, I can't sleep with myself at night. You know? Yeah, this this is my my... One of my hang-ups with organized religion. Now, now, as as DK said so eloquently earlier, I will burst into flames if I walk into a church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did grow up going to a Catholic school. I was an altar boy and all that crap. But you look when you look, sit there and look at organized religion. You can't do this like like in the Catholic religion. You couldn't eat meat on Fridays. Right. Because you had like, to have fish. Am I going to fucking go to hell because I ate a fucking cheeseburger? <laughs> if, if, if I am, then religion is a bunch of bullshit. Then God is not this all-forgiving, all-loving you know, God that we were taught. Because if he's going to condemn me to hell because I ate a cheeseburger on a Friday, the, you know, religion is the complete opposite of what I was taught. Right. And this is with all religions. You it, can't do eat- good to others, right? <laughs> Just do good. Be a good person. Just be a fuck. You don't got to have fuck be in, uh, you know, organized religion just to be a good fucking human being. You, you know right from wrong. You don't have to be religious and say, oh, well, you know, the only reason why I'm, I'm this way is because God told me. Well, if that's the reason, then you should be in a fucking institution somewhere. And, 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 and then it gets better, Big B. So then we've met an, a new friend. She's, she's a single gal and very nice lady, school teacher. 
but uh, where she lives, there's not a lot of kids to play with, and she's a friend of the neighbors, and, you know, all the kids play together. So come on over, you know, come on over and stuff. And it comes to my attention at midnight or the next day or whenever it is, this woman is repulsed by red meat. Thank God I was serving barbecue chicken to the adults. Like, I, 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 I seriously, you know, I, I, I'm not going to serve a special menu every time someone comes to my fucking house for a barbecue. Right, right. I, I, I agree 100%. Now, it, it's one thing, like, if you come to my house for a barbecue and you don't eat meat at all, and it's not because of a religious reason, you just, you know, that you're a vegetarian, fine. If you That's let me know more, you'll throw on some mushrooms or some tofu. Yeah, I'll put up. I'll put a veggie burger on for you. No, yeah. but if you're gonna come to my house and oh, I'm offended by that. Go fuck yourself. You're offended. Right? See, you're gonna be offended with my fist in your jaw. What bothers me, I guess, is is is, is the fence sitting. Why is it okay to eat a chicken and not a a a bull or a pig or? whatever, a lamb, whatever animal. Right, right. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, you either... I understand. You're, I agree with you 100%, Big B. There's lots of people, they eat vegetables, right? Yep. I'm I'm all good with that. Then have a little more salad. Absolutely. Fill yourself up to the brim. Absolutely. Um, more, more steak and meat for me. But to, to, to say, you know, this meat or that meat or, you know, go fuck yourself. Do you, what do you do when you're choosing your penis, lady? Exactly. <laughs> you know. In my in my uh, in my chefing in my chefing days, um, I worked for a German head chef, and he had a, a terrific sense of humour, and uh, we cooked a banquet for about like uh, sixty seventy Jewish people. And obviously there there was no pork and stuff like that, and everything was carefully cooked, so it didn't sort of like uh, offend their religion and stuff. But as we was cooking there, I think it was chicken they was having, uh, we always saved the bacon fat from breakfast because it gives extra flavour. So he made sure that the chicken was cooked in bacon fat for this uh, Jewish banquet, which was quite uh, quite amusing at the time. And, and did anybody burst into flames because they ate bacon fat fried chicken? But they didn't. But they all complimented on how lovely the chicken tasted. Exactly. Of course. But this is a very unique seasoning you have. It's a, Again, same as me. DK, I really like your barbecue sauce. Homemade, delicious. No, fuck no. It was craft. It was $1.05 a bottle. <laughs> I got to send you some of my barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. I do make a mean barbecue. We're going to have to have some competitions on air here. You know what we got to start doing is we got to start like trying things on air. Yep. And and be it a hot sauce or that like that cat tongue thing where you guys can pet your cats. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pass on that. I'll let Stu pet his cat with his tongue. I've got I've got six chili plants growing uh, in my greenhouse, so uh, they're meant to be uh, three different plants, three of the hottest chilies in the world. So uh, when you they come to season, I'll let you know. I'll taste them. I think I think our listeners would love that. And you know what? 
If you ate the hottest chili pepper in the world on air, I'm sure they would not pay, mind paying $100 in shipping for that T-shirt. I'm sure, yeah. No, it's, uh... I love how the shipping gets more and more by the minute. It's like we're moving freaking Muslims to go see Clem at, the, at, at the Madison Square Gardens. You can get a plane, a plane ticket cheaper, can't you? Oh, fuck. Can go pick it up. <laughs> All right, listen. Let's. We still have a few minutes before we break, Stu. Um, you you definitely need to tell Big B, and I don't even know the whole story either. You just kind of shot me a very quick brief. Stu has a tranny <laughs> at work. <laughs> of course he does, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't be astonished. <laughs> Draw well, right in. Go for this story. I was I. I think I've told you before of the tra- the guy that was in transition and he used to have pump up breasts <laughs> so that it was a guy but he was sort of changing a little bit he had nail varnish but he had these breasts that he could pump up well anyway I've pulled into this platform at work uh, a couple of days ago and there's this guy stroke woman on the end of the platform and I thought fucker I sort of re- you know when you sort of recognise someone but you don't Anyway, this woman got onto my train and sat in the in the first car. So I've drove off and I've had a look through the spy hole and I'm thinking, I'm sure that is Ken, right? I, so, I love the spy hole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you said, are you sure it's Ken? Do you, yeah. You're not talking about DK over no, here. I, look, no. I'm, not very, I'm not very pumped up tonight. <laughs> this, is, this is a, a Ken stroke Caroline. Okay. So anyway, yeah. uh, where do they come uh, up with, you know, <laughs> where do they come up with the secondary name? Hi, my name is DK, but you can call me Marianne. That's <laughs> fucking uh, Bruce Jenner. I'm going to be called Caitlin. Yeah, now. Where, where do they get the secondary name? Is there a generator app or something? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just to sort of picture the scene, this, this fellow is roundabout sort of between 45 and 53, sort of that age. And uh, there's no spring chicken. So anyway, I've drove off and I've got to the end of the line and I've taken my keys out of the train to change ends and I've walked through the cab door and this this young lady that I'm talking about was asleep, like snoring like a fucking train. So I've woke her up. I've sort of given her a little nudge. I went... Oh hello! Oh, it's you, isn't it? And he went, "Yeah." Like, and uh, I said, oh, "Where, where are you working now?" Thinking he's like not working for where I'm working, but he's hey, I work down the road. And but the thing is, it he looked like, and I'm not exaggerating. It, it was like a, a Mrs. Doubtfire five <laughs> five years younger. It wasn't like if I if I turned if I turned into a transvestite, and I am thinking about it. I I do assure you. I, I am actually a woman trapped in a lady's body, but more about, more about that, that in another episode. Times. But um, if I was a woman's trapped in a man's body or anyone, uh, when you transform into a woman, you want to be attractive, don't you? And sort of you young, think you sexy. would put a little bit more care, yeah, into your This flaws. guy looked like almost like a like a young old lady. <laughs> and it it was a it was a young Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I just and can't I'm, picture a young Mrs. Doubtfire. Him, the, do you know when you want to say? 
You know, it's I mean, Caroline, isn't it? Ken, Caroline. Yeah. Did you I see? I would have broke into singing some Neil Diamond right there. Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Oh, boom, oh, boom. Oh. But it was like if you've changed <laughs> if you've changed into woman, right, to get yourself some cock. Yes. It ain't gonna that's got to be the sole reason, right? Like I don't understand. Yeah, I they always know. say that's not the reason, but uh, listen, you 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 can stay the same unless you want yeah. cock. Very well put. Look, I can go down the charity shop and get myself some old ladies' clothing, dress up, and walk about like that easily, couldn't I? I can, and then I can get changed for work. You know, you haven't got to go through. He's done the whole the old snip snap thing. Yeah, you don't have to go through the whole snip snap thing. Whose name would be if he was a transvestite? (laughs) We might find something out. You never know. The snip snap thing. Hang on, I'm taking notes. (laughs) I've got so many notes. I'm choosing either the name Sue or Veronica. Yeah. (laughs) Choo choo Veronica. Yes. I like it. Oh, but that was anyway. And it was a brief encounter with a. With a tranny, really. God, and they're never young when they do it. Like, you know, you think if you were going to do it, I'm hitting puberty. I'm like 16. I'm getting ready to go to prom. I need to make a change. Not when you're 40 and everything. And is it still dried up like it would be like a normal woman or what? (laughs) Well, I mean, you don't have lubrication down there, so of course it is. Well, there must be something they do, Big B. I, I don't like what I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never done it, and I have no interest. Hey, look, we're talking about a lot of experiments on air, but that's one I don't want to do. <laughs> you don't try live on air. I like my dingaling. It pisses me off sometimes. You know, like when I stand in the toilet and it takes me twenty minutes to pee. But um, other than that, we're pretty good friends. It, it's done me well over my lifetime. Here, here's here's one thing I've always wondered about. Uh, never mind transvestites, but just homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't care if you're homosexual or not, but the like the guys who are gay that are very effeminate and flamboyant, and the girls that are gay that are very butch and manly. The ones that are attracted to that, why don't you just be attracted to girls or boys? It's the same thing. Hey, exactly. I've like, always, like, you, I've always just say, claimed just myself to be a lesbian guy overnight, right? Yeah. How like when you met, a, when you meet your Mister Prince Charming, <laughs> like, how do you decide? Like, can you refuse rear entry or? Well, there's always a passer and there's always a receiver, and I don't but know if there? it works that I way with know. the girls. Like, how do you decide? Like, sorry, mate, I don't do that. I just I'm only a giver. Well, I've never understood that. I don't know. Because if I was gay, I would be a giver. I would never receive. That's a good thing. And we're, we're, we're glad <laughs> to hear that. We're glad that Stu's a giver. Yeah, in the name of Clem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it must be, I don't know, that maybe they like dabble in both areas. Well, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like, like, error? I don't know. 
do they try and say, nah, I don't like that. I'm going to go the other way. Well, I, you know, like sometimes, you know, when you're with the gal, oh, you're on top, I'm on the bottom. But you know what? You, one's got an innie, one's got an outie. It always works out the same way. Right. But when you're in those relationships, you either got two with innies or two with outies. And I, look, I, I, have, I am beyond trying to understand it. Do I accept it? Absolutely. There's less competition. Um, so go do what you do. But yeah, I, I like, you know, I, I don't give a shit what you do. I could care less. If, if you're happy, go to it. I don't care. But I just don't get like if you're a gay man, just be a man. Just, you know, be a guy and you like other men. Fine. Why do you have to, like, dress up as a, as a woman almost, you know, and be very effeminate? Just be a guy. Be a just, gay guy. Or just become a woman. Or just become a woman. Yeah, either way. But, the, the, you yeah, know. Because like, who's going to want to fuck you, to be honest, if you're dressed like Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> you're fucking hung on Robin Williams right now, aren't you? But yeah, now, now uh, imagine now, now imagine Mrs. Doubtfire uh, dressed up as Peter Pan in Hook. All right, look, guys, let's take a very quick break. Mrs. Doubt Hook. We need. <laughs> I'm gonna go and heat up the pig's cheek. We need. Yeah, you got to get your pig's cheek. We're gonna hit the reset button here because we got a few stories that I think are gonna lead into. Even more bizarre things, Big B. Coming up after the break, I got to tell you about a woman uh, who has quit her day job uh, to breastfeed her boyfriend. Wonderful. Um, and some other great stories that are floating around the interweb this week. Folks, you're listening to Cave Crew Radio right here on uh, CaveCrewRadio.com, uh, live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We are on the uh, Podcast Radio Network. We are on Wicked Radio. Uh, we've got other people knocking at our doors, and we're soon to be syndicated there as well. Uh, you can download on iTunes and Stitcher, and I know a lot of you do, and thank you very much uh, for every download you give us. T-shirts are on the way, brought to us from unworkedapparel.com. Uh, and by the way, folks, that other show... Oh, we got this shirt here. we got to do it again. Uh, the other show that Big B talks about is Metal Thunder Radio, which airs Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on Nuclear Walk Rock, Walk Rock Radio. Nuclear Rock oh, Radio. Nuclear, nuclear Walk Radio. Very big in Japan, just like loudness. Uh, we have a good music for you. We'll be back in a few seconds. We got a Big B's got to pee. Hey, this is Jerry from the Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio. <laughs> Can't get enough of this? I got great news for you. Come and join us on Facebook. Search Cave Crew Radio. The weirdness, the action, the fun never ends. 24-7, seven days a week. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Cave Crew Radio. Excuse me, bitch. This is Cave Crew Radio.
we're back. You are listening to uh, Cave Crew Radio right now. Choo Choo Stew is going to get his a uh, pig cheeks, which have uh, sat on the stove for two and a half days, um, <laughs> and he's going to eat them live on air, Big B. Bacteria and all. I can hear him. I, I mean, it sounds like this is a major. Can you hear it in the background, folks? He's got I, yeah, the, I hear the 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 plate and the utensils. He's just sitting down. Dishes clanging and everything. I still okay. can't get over that snip snap thing. The snip snap thing. What an easy surgery to go have, folks. So if you're ever <laughs> ever you're doubting your sexuality, just go get that snip snap thing. You're in and out in an afternoon. <laughs> you, can, you can go to you can go to work in the morning as a man. After lunch, you're a woman. Do you, am I the only one that struggles though? How they actually you know, it's an awful thing to think about, and I, I, I shouldn't think about it, but I, 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 my heart bleeds on air with everyone. How they actually make a man a vagina and a woman a penis. I don't know. And how it functions. Now, in this day of robotics and stuff, I guess anything's possible, but I just, like, I don't know. It hurts but to who, even think about it. Who's the first guy that actually figured this out? Who's the, guy, who's the surgeon that sat down and said... Oh, okay. If I do this, this, and this, I could make a dick a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's up for it? Who wants to try? Yeah. Let's just turn that penis inside out and shove it up hard with a glove. And, and what's the recovery time on something like that? Well, with the snip snap thing, it's, you know, 25 minutes. You're in, you're out, you're done. They obviously have well, it down, down packed in the UK. <laughs> I think it was a documentary that I've uh, watched about this, but they do I'm hollow sure out, basically hollow have. out the dick and put what? it up backwards. They hollow out the dick, put it up, shove it up like a tube. Uh, you have to keep cotton wool, sort of like like a big tampax up there. For I think you've got to basically keep it up there all the time and just to keep the cavity there. Oh, God. You know, and only oh. you would sit through the whole documentary. I bet, I'm to, before we go to this pig cheek thing, I'm going to bet any money, Big B, that Choo Choo Stew is the only one who has watched that My Little Pony video. You know, I said I was going to. I never I, looked at it. I never looked at it once. No, oh, I really did I, want to just for the show, for the show's sake, but no, I never looked nah. I could I I couldn't. That is the limits to me. Oh, oh God, really no! It's much more that. interesting to see a man have his penis turned inside <laughs> out. <laughs> I was going to say you can watch a dick become a pussy, but you can't watch a cartoon. No. <laughs> and where did, where exactly did you see that? Was that on like how is it made on Discovery Channel? On this episode. How'd they do that? They got 2020 special. <laughs> How'd they do that? <laughs> I did watch it. Though, I'll admit, like, you know. Oh, look, you know, that's why we love you, Stu. Do you got your pig cheeks there so we can move on? Oh, I got to pull I up. have. I'll quickly, for those of you that aren't <clears throat> watching live, I will show you. And I've made, like, it, it's what I call an Italian-inspired dish of a uh, pig's cheek a la choo-choo. Yeah, you got to hold it up a bit. I don't know. If I hold it out too much, it'll drop all over my keyboard. Oh, fuck. Look, it's dropping over oh, my keyboard. But it's... Oh, he's got a short order. Oh, that it looks, looks nice. You got some pasta. Yeah. Okay. 
Now, uh, what, part is the, what part is the pink cheek? That awful brown thing that looks like a turned-in penis? Or... It's that. Look. Okay, why don't you, you eat say the that? pink cheek? Eat the pink cheek. That's the pink cheek. All right. But what I want to just show you is how, look, oh how tender God. it is. It's just, it's absolutely, I mean, lovely. It looks, it looks like a testicle. No, I want you, no, I didn't want you to eat that one. I wanted you to eat the dark brown one. That's all the same. What's the dark brown one? That one? The, the first, yeah, no, yeah. There? Yeah. Well, yeah that's the same that thing. One. So, what, 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 what is it? Big B wants to know what it tastes like. Here we go, folks. We're eating pig cheeks live on there. Well, it's... If you can imagine like a pork chop that's been in a casserole. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly like that. It's it's tender, it's moist. Um and if you didn't know, you would believe you was eating like a a, a piece of pork. I think like you should have fooled the wife. Well well and you are eating a piece of pork, are you not? I well I, I could have fooled the wife. But I've just realised I've got juice over my, over my keyboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got the juice over my keyboard. Uh, That's what you said when you were mom. watching that movie about the inverted penis, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, the juice went over my keyboard. <laughs> and you wonder why your daughter wonders why you're so fucking weird. <laughs> why, Daddy, you've been on my computer again. There's juice on my keyboard. What is this? <laughs> what is this on my... Oh, it's just pork, sweetie. <laughs> it's just a bit of pork juice. There you have it, no, folks. Pig cheeks. But if I'm honest, that, that pork, that the pig's cheek is beautiful, tender. Mm. You know, I used, to, I used to get really... Um, I, I'd be the big B. You're really being tough. On Choo Choo Stew back at the beginning. And he'd say to me, you know, DK, he's a serial killer. There, there is something about Choo Choo Stew yep. that is going to come out in years to come. Mm-hmm. And I, I always defended you. You did. And I'm you actually him. going to team Big B now. <laughs> I'm I'm really swinging, and I'm not much of a swinger, but I'm, I'm swinging over to Team Big B. Not because you're eating pig cheeks, but because you will sit there and watch a whole documentary about a dick being inverted to a pussy. Well, you're eating watch pig a cheeks. cartoon. Well, he's eating pig cheeks. Well, he's eating pig cheeks and putting and pouring juice all over his keyboard. Yeah. Now, tell t- Stu, what is this strangest thing? Now, what's strange to me, and what's strange to Big B. Uh, is totally different, and and we can live with that. Eels, all that stuff, that's not strange to you. It is to us. But what is the strangest thing to you that you have ever uh, digested in all your journeys? I wouldn't say it's the strangest, but there's there's things. There's one thing I won't eat, and it's called uh, well. It's a seafood. We're called whelks. Whelks. Welks, W H E L K S, Welks, and they're like a, it's like a big, uh, it's like a sort of mussel, you know, like a seafood mussel type thing, right? Like an and oyster like, or a clam or a, yeah, and it's like, 
biting someone's big toe. <laughs> <laughs> and what did that and cheek just taste like? <laughs> but the cheek, honestly, I mean, if you, if you wasn't here, I'd be polishing this off. <laughs> you go right ahead, because I got a story to go to. You know, not for nothing. The way Stu presented the food with the pasta around yes. it and, and the, the, the glaze that's over the pig's cheek, it looks really good. Now, I, I have to say, I can't, I can't lie. It looks You real- would never know. Have you ever seen the Hannibal Lecter, though, uh, Big B, where the guy's eating his brain <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the guy is still sitting at the table? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was actually Ray Liotta sitting at the table. Right. Yes. And... This is what, you know, Anthony Hopkins made the brain look very delicious. He did. He actually made made uh, made uh, cannibalism sound wonderful with yes. some fava beans. Fava beans. Chianti. With some fava beans. Yes, and some lovely Chianti. By like- the way, if you do have some pig's cheek and uh, you do want to sponsor us, uh, Desperado... If you want to sponsor the Cave Crew Radio, it's a good drink to drink after pig's cheek. Yeah, well, let's get a That's, hold of them. And, what is uh, Desperado? I don't know. It's it's what is Desperado? It's, uh, it's probably pig I urine think, or something. <laughs> it's, it's it's beer with tequila and lime. Apparently, five point nine percent. Whatever just happened to drinking beer? Like uh, like I right here, I have a beer. No, I, I'll show you. I'll show you what we drink here a lot is uh, this beer called Occulto. Now, I'll put it up on camera uh, really oh, yeah. quick. It's a, it's, a, it's a skull. It's got mm. the skull on the label. It's called Occulto, and it's beer brewed in tequila barrels. And, man, does it taste good. So that's like a, a craft beer. It, uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, blended with beer aged on tequila barrel staves, 6% uh, alcohol by volume. Nice. Man, is this stuff good. And that's hard to get because, you know, when I was in the States. Actually, you can get it in in Target. But Yeah, Target. (laughs) You guys can buy beer anywhere. Uh, Let's go to the school uh, lunchroom. Uh, uh, I need a beer. You got a visitor there, DK. (laughs) All right, I just waved it off. Anyway, so because he can't hear this next story. Oh, okay. Everything's good, right, guys? We're all drinking crazy things. All right, here we go. True love is a woman quitting her job to breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours. Now, uh, the woman is not available for comment as of yet, folks, but if we can get her on the show, uh, she will be. Trust me. It's amazing how you can spend so much time in this world, and there are things that not only will you completely miss out on, but you will never know you're missing out on. Even the internet age, the world is just too big. It's kind of like Disney World. You go there every day for your entire life, and you'll always miss something new, no matter what you've tried. Which is exactly our thoughts on this story about Jennifer Mulford, who, after entering an adult breastfeeding nursing relationship, has quit her job as a bartender in order to breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours. 
Now, I don't have a problem with this, like I don't with a lot of things, mm-hmm. except for the fact is she figured out a way to lactate. <laughs> this is the part that really, I don't know. I'm not, again, I'm probably not going to eat for two days. Uh, because she has not given birth to a uh, baby recently, she and Brad, 36, need to dry feed every two hours to fool her body into thinking that she is feeding a child so she starts producing milk. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jennifer was single when she stumbled across a website website, about adult breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. She said, when I read about uh, the bond, breastfeeding, breastfeeding, sorry, I'm having a hard time talking, could create between two people, I was envious. I have always enjoyed my breasts being touched during sex more than anything else. Not a problem. So I knew I would enjoy this. Jennifer from Atlanta started searching for men who would be open to the idea of adult breastfeeding. When I read about the pure joy it brought to others, I was desperate to seek out a partner and share an emotional bond. I used dating sites, put messages on the forums, and even put an advert on Craigslist. But I drew blank. I started to think, I will never get to try adult breastfeeding. Yep. Anyone can do this. All you have to do is sign up on a website. anrspace.com Finally, she started chatting about the idea with one night with Brad, an old boyfriend from school. Mm-hmm. An old fling. We were talking, and Brad told me that he had a thing for big-breasted women, and that size had always been a factor in his relationships. I thought this was a perfect time to bring up adult breastfeeding and see if he'd be interested. Thankfully, Brad was Instantly open to the idea. It was like a light switch flicked in his head. I could tell from his voice he was curious and excited. Stu, would you try this? He started doing his own research into ABR. we, We do everything in short form now, folks. And they soon became more than just friends. She said, at that moment, I knew I had a partner for life. We both wanted the same thing out of a relationship, a magical bond. Only breastfeeding could achieve. (laughs) I'm done reading this fucking shit. (laughs) So does this mean he is an adult baby and puts a diaper on and all that shit? I've heard about those people, right? The ones that uh, like to dress up as babies and put on diapers. I've never heard about this breastfeeding shit. And I never knew. Like, now I'm afraid to, to, to suck a little titty at night because I don't <laughs> want to induce this. I thought that lactating only happened when you were with child. Right. Well, I thought the same. I thought, only, I thought that only happened when you was with child. But... I just want to put this forward. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> would, 
Now, I I have sucked on a lactating breast. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> but you guys must have as well. Have you not? Or I am I not normal? sucked on a lactating breast. I am going to say it publicly on air. I have not sucked on a lactating breast. No. Oh, fuck. Have you not really? Have you <laughs> No, I, we, I, we haven't eaten pig cheeks we're, either. We're, like we're just, just, we're not I in with your crowd, Stu. <laughs> if I did, I'd tell you, but I have not. I have. <laughs> True. Yeah, I have. And I wouldn't say I'd gone to it as a hobby. <laughs> as a means to an end. <laughs> but it's kinda interesting in its own way. Yeah, I mean if I'd have read that advert, I'd probably have replied to it. Uh, I can't see anything. Right. I can't see anything wrong with the guy doing it. Well, there's no, there's no. I, wait a minute, we're not getting into any transvestite lesbian shit on this story. I just don't understand the woman's point of view from it. That seems a bit weird to me. Well, I've never again. Let's clarify here, Bigby. I have never lactated. So I don't know if there's any joy in the release of the lactate. I, I I can only tell you from talking to my wife, and I'm assuming DK, you you know done the same when you had your 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 kid. Um, it's kind of a, I guess a release of pressure. Yeah, it's, it's like breaking a, it's like breaking a pimple on your fucking back. Right. Yeah, it's a little pain. <laughs> yes. So you know, it's a release of pressure. That's all I can. You know, that's all I know of it. I mean, I don't know if your your wives have breastfed. Have they breastfed? My wife didn't. She was uh, just couldn't generate the lactation. Let's see. Yeah, but my but, wife, uh, it it didn't work out either for either one of our kids. So no. See, kidding. I think that's where our differences lie because right. my wife breastfed. Okay. And, and I just and, knocked and one you, of those and you got jealous. And I said, "Give Daddy a little go." Yeah, so, <laughs> give daddy a little go. I'm right, taking too many enough. notes here. <laughs> give daddy a little go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, now, that's truth. And uh, I'm not saying it was like uh, something I'd like to try every day, but I think, like, you only live once and you've got to try it. Right. So Big B and I should divert from our loyal marriages and make sure we have a lactating... Boob. And, so, so and what's just think, like? Is it any different? Like, I'm not saying I haven't sucked on a new new before, no. but I mean, don't take me down. Don't take me as some kind of pervert. <laughs> oh, shit, that's long gone. <laughs> you're you're fucked already. Like. Was it? Sour I didn't dwell. Was... I didn't dwell on the moment. I just gave it a little, a little suckle. Do you know what I mean? But it's so not. You didn't get any. I'm sure every guy out there that's wife has breastfed has done that. Now, listen, was it soothing in your belly like, say, a hot toddy? I didn't do it for that purpose, if I'm totally honest. Right, but did you taste any of it? (laughs) I I tasted it, yeah. It was just like like? what I'd imagine sperm would taste like. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. And yet you want us to try it. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. It's what I imagine sperm would taste like. <laughs> oh. for, for that, I might as well call Jeremy Stellhorn to fucking come in a cup, and I'll drink that. How's that sound? Here, let me let me switch to something that might be a little bit more exciting. Oh, a bit man. more savory. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, there's a new thing out called the uh, boob luge, which I do not believe the woman is lactating. Um, this may be the greatest craze of all time, Big B. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of crazy, weird crazes that have gone over over the years, including planking, owling, horse maning, dog shaming, T-boning, lion kinging, quidditioning, coning, the Harlem Shake, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the boob luge is is based on the uh on the ice luge where you pour alcohol down the angle block of the breast non lactating let me specify and drink the liquor from the bottom of the block so basically you're you're pouring it on the top of the breast and you're you're doing kind of like a beer bong i guess from the bottom of the boobs right yeah, this is this is something I would try, but it's not based upon the ice luge. I know what he's talking about with the ice luge. They've been doing this shit in porn for years. It's now just going mainstream. But it was, what? See, I remember the one where where you 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 put the shot of tequila between the boobs. You lick the salt off the belly. Oh, I'm body just, shot. Yeah, yeah, body shot. That I'm familiar with. I mean, you watch, you watch, you know, porns, especially I guess like in the eighties, they they pour champagne on their breasts, and the guys would lick it off or you know let it roll into their mouths. It's the same shit. I think what DK is talking, it, it, it's more more or less saying it's the it's the new ice bucket challenge. It's the new ice bucket challenge. Well, I will certainly do this more than an ice bu- than dumping ice on top of my head. I, yeah, I, uh, I would probably be slapped when I came home. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, if any women want a challenge out there, I'd certainly help them uh, with their charitable feast or whatever it is. It is. It is. The, hang on, man. Let me get this right again. The boob luge. Boob luge. Yeah. 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 And in the video, it's two girls. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this world? But that is a, a perfect set of breasts that I'm sure is not lactating. And I, I, I'm sorry, Stu, but I think that would be so much more fun. I could see myself oh. signing up for that at the beach. I mean, it's so, all I was thinking at that time was it's a bit of a waste of beer. Well, I would I would leave none to waste. <laughs> <laughs> there would absolutely be none to waste there. You would be a beer vacuum on those boobs. Oh, absolutely. As long as there was none of that fucking stuff. I don't think there's a man on earth that wouldn't be a beer vacuum. Except for the man (laughs) that thinks that lactating boob tastes what he imagines like would be sperm. (sighs) I'm having a hard time getting over that, Stu. I thought that Eric put me for a twirl. But, uh... The breast milk... Tastes like what he thinks sperm would taste like. 
<laughs> let's just let's just let that settle in. At least let's we know on. that he hasn't actually tasted. Well, we don't know, but <laughs> we think <laughs> he has not actually tasted sperm. Uh, you know, you know those commercials for Dos Equis with the world's most interesting man. Yes. Fuck that guy. We have it on our show. Choo Choo Stew is the world's most interesting. Well, we man. by far have the most interesting man on the planet. By on far, Cave Crew Radio. By far. There, there, there. I mean, I get off air and I, I think to myself sometimes. You know, I've had a pretty good life and I've done some pretty crazy things. Mm-hmm. And I think of all the amazing stories you've had, Big B, like being stung by a mosquito on your eyeball and you know, <laughs> great stories like that. But none of them. None of them. Measure up to Choo Choo Stew. Absolutely. And I've never met anybody that has stories that can measure up to Choo Choo Stew. Right. And, 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 you know, and, I was walking down this like a, like an alleyway today with my kids. It wasn't urine stenched. I, I just uh, must add. But I was walking down with two of the, two of my kids to meet the third from school, and there was three kids about thirties old all smoking, and they were sort of like just having a crafty puff. And when they saw me coming along, they was like hiding it. Not that it wasn't obvious from like twenty yards that they was all smoking. And my my children, it shows how times have changed. My children were absolutely disgusted. Like they can. He, he's only 12 or he's only 13. I know him because I went to school with him or whatever it is. And I think if you knew what I'd done when I was nine, do you know what I mean? I, and I, I felt like saying, well, I had my first cigarette when I was about nine years old, like, you know. And it's just, I think it's just how times have changed, really. Yeah, it's a, it, I, and I'm in the same boat as you, you know. You're smoking early, you're drinking early. It's just a whole different time that we live in now, where all that all that is is really like when we grew up, we were told not to do it, but it was kind of like you know, just don't do it. If you do, I trust you're not going to get in trouble, kind of but, thing. But again, After we also we we also when, when we did something wrong, we didn't post a selfie. No, doing it, so you never got caught. And I don't think they had a way of. I, mean, of, I used to. I also don't think they had a way of of, of tracking DNA in those days. So the things things we used to get away with were much easier. I, uh, I've drunk cider with my friends over the uh, in the forest when I was very young age. You know, we used to have like forest barbecues where we'd like grill some sausages that we'd stolen from the fridge, mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes, and drink like a uh, three pints of cider and go home for our dinner, and no one knew the difference. Oh, your eyes are red. Well, I must have been swimming in the salt water again. Yeah. No one no one blinked an eyelid. Let me ask you a question, though. When you were a kid, did you guys, like, ever take acid and go looking for Robin Hood or uh, King Arthur? <clears throat> like, you've got so many cool characters over there. I must admit, drugs have never, ever been, apart from alcohol and cigarettes, drugs have never been my thing uh the focus i got to taking drugs when i was like uh 13 14 15 year old as sort of i suppose when you're most influenced was uh and i i didn't do it i I must admit but from a dumped car uh snorting the petrol fumes from the tank oh now there's an interesting habit to get into let's inhale a muffler 
But I people don't used think to I've ever done that. Their, their nose into a petrol tank and sniff the petrol, and God knows what sort of high they got from that. But that was never for me. I think, I've, I think I've sniffed glue, but I've never gone to a muffler and vaped petrol. Did you ever do whippets? I don't know what a whippet is. Whippet is is you get the the whipped cream container. Oh, I've heard of that. I never did and do that. You, you you squeeze it just before the the actual whipped cream comes out, so the gas comes out, and you inhale that. That gets you high. I've heard of that. I've never uh, I've never done that. I've got a can of that in the fridge, so I'll have a little try later. There you <laughs> That's go. Who's going to do next? <laughs> you lie down in bed, talk to your wife about having a little suckle. Pray, pray to, pray to Clem. <laughs> Do a whip it. But this, just, just briefly going back on this suckling, suckling business. Oh God, no. There's many a man that's been suckling on a breast for more than two weeks, and there's no milk come out, is there? Well, that, that this is the thing I don't understand. Is I'm not saying I'm not fond of the breast, but I've never had a squirt come out. No, like it's not at no happen. point, at no point, I don't think that she get the instinct uh, that, that that I was her baby. I, I guess usually that's why I say, "Please call me daddy." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the same boat. I just never, never a little, a little drop of anything yeah. came out. You know, because you know what, I might have to go for that penis inversion surgery if that ever happened to me well because you would be tasting what do things semen taste yes like. that would so be just, at that point why not go for the penis yes you might as well go all the way right? all the way exactly yeah. anyway i want to tell you guys about this cruise i saw um the world's hottest sex cruise will be an eight-day orgy at sea it's not that anybody's going through a midlife crisis or anything but a uh, Mexican adult hospitality firm, Original Group, has just chartered the original Caribbean Azamira Quest for an orgy-tastic sex cruise setting sail to Italy, Croatia, and Slovenia in 2017. Dubbed the Desire Cruise, the 690-passenger ship will spend eight days indulging in epic debauchery in the water where anything goes. So there you go, folks. During the sailing, the ship will be transformed with performances. <laughs> so you're not just doing it for yourself. Um, couples workshops. <laughs> what kind of couples workshops are you going to do for an orgy? <laughs> Well, here's how you easily switch partners without yeah. hurting the other person. There's nothing wrong with you. It's normal. That, um, there's going to be there's going to be theme nights, Big B, like intense icebreakers. <laughs> intense icebreakers. The what is it like? Uh, like a woman like immediately starts sucking your dick? Like, I, oh well, hi, how are you? I guess you just like, honey, I'll be right back. I'm going for ice, <laughs> and you have an experience on the way and on the way back. The voyage will will, will feature exotic playrooms and several clothing optional areas, nice. including the pool deck. Oh Lord. 
We are thrilled to bring to the sea more than 30 years of experience in creating the perfect sensual atmosphere for adults. 30 years of experience. I thought this was the first one. <laughs> now, catch the guy's name here, Bigby. Rodrigo de la Pina. <laughs> Rodrigo de la Pina. Tell me that doesn't sound like straight out of Miami Vice. <laughs> It's that, like the ultimate fake name when it comes to these things. Uh, yeah, my name is Rodrigo de la Pena, and I'm yes. running a porn cruise. And here's it, folks. The Orgy at Sea starts at $2,883. It can go up to $10,996 per person. What is the difference? I was just going to ask, how do they determine the rates? Yes. I, th- what? I think it's the level of the ship. It's like on the top level where the pool is and stuff like that and the sea view. You've I don't got really like care. If I'm 19 fucked. to 21 year olds. So if you got like the, like, uh, if you're like aboard the Titanic in steerage, you're charged $2,000. But if you're on the top deck, with all the high class people, that's ten thousand dollars. Who I cares? I'll be, go for. I'll, I'd go for a walk. I, I I wouldn't. I really wouldn't care. I'd just go for a walk. You wouldn't go for a walk. Walk around. Well, I'm not going to spend an extra eight grand unless I know there's some value in the. Uh... You'd go for a walk because you'd be on the about the seventh floor down. Well, I'm quite sure. What, what what do you have? A band on your penis? I'm Gold Club. You know I'm I'm clear to this area. I've got the gold band on my penis. I've got the, I've got the gold piercing in my hoo. You got a stamp on it. All right, you're clear for the seventh floor. Yeah, there's your stamp. I, I really. See, this is why I like having people on the show. Because we can clarify uh, exactly what's going to be. That's a big difference. I'll be in the kitchen working, I think. Yeah, I bet you would be. (laughs) And you know, know, if he he was in the kitchen working, you know who would be doing a live broadcast. (laughs) And I'm gay, but Stu doesn't know it. He's about to get 400 pounds of love joy. (laughs) I'm on the first annual love cruise with Choo Choo (laughs) Stew cooking a fine pig's cheek. I'm going to rake the pig's cheek after I eat it. And then I'm going to eat cock. (laughs) I wonder if he could lactate. I'm sure he could. Yeah, there's got to be a way. There can't be that much of medical science that makes our bodies that different. If they can change us from one to the other, there's got to be a way. You know, that guy's got boobs bigger than Dolly Parton's. <laughs> All he needs is one little chromosome. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Stu on camera for one minute, folks. And we're going to say, Jeremy Stellhorn. <laughs> I, I said, did listen to us. I said, Jeremy Stellhorn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> loves never, Jeremy know, Stellhorn. It's like someone taking a feather out <laughs> and tickling his feet. <gasps> you just said Jeremy Stellhorn. He does his own show. <laughs> I know, you if must anyone wants it. to know who Jeremy Stellhorn is, 
They need to download uh, not Jeremy's. It's like the American oh, variety show. Network. Uh, uh, the American Celebrity Chef. <laughs> the American Celebrity Chef. Oh, God. Could you imagine if you ever saw Alex on, uh, what's that show? Uh, 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 who's the guy from England, uh, Stu? The uh, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He'd be bawling his... Why are you talking to me like this? My toast is perfectly fine. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do a live broadcast to tell them how bad you really are. And I'm going to have Jeremy Stellhorn on, and he's going to back me up. With 15 billion ass. listeners, and they all look like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know if I have anything else here, guys. Hang on. We got like 10 minutes we got to kill. This is rare for us. Let me see if I have some. Oh, no, I forgot about this one. Hang on. Hang on. Talk about yourselves for a minute. Fantasize about a lactating breast. or That's nice. This was a good one. This was just after last week's show mm-hmm. that Choo Choo Stew posted this. Now... Let me get it up here. And I love it. Because everybody knows. Let's talk a minute about uh, um, about ghost hunters. I'm, I'm very skeptical. I think I told you guys last week or the week before. I don't believe in this stuff. You know, the, 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 the people that move pots and pans around in the house. and I don't know how you guys feel about this. But I'm, I'm, I'm just not a ghost kind of person. Right, that's I, all a bunch of shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, and I'm sure Stu has a story, and he'll contradict us. Ghost hunters hear moans in a cemetery. Okay. Guess what they stumble onto? And there's no article here, Stu. It's just a headline. How am I? We'll act it out. They stumble on an adult. Film shoot. (laughs) (laughs) So So, ghost hunters think they they're really on to something. Yes. They hear all this moaning going on in the in the cemetery. Oh boy, we've discovered our ghost. So let's imagine this like someone like me, a skeptic, right? And uh, because no article with this stupid headline you posted, Stu, but it's a great headline. And I'm sure it's happened before. So, I, you're like, you know, DK, we're going to make you believe. You come with us to the cemetery, and we've got all our equipment out. And all of a sudden, we hear, ooh, ah, see, I told you, we're getting closer. <laughs> They're out there with all these sort of, like, like the, there's there's floodlights everywhere, and, and some chicks getting banged. And that, that sort of, like, <laughs> take the, you know, and these meters and. I was going to ask, oh. now, did they think the ghosts created all the lighting and cameras and everything? Well, I'm sure they were very cautious, right? <laughs> yes, we have to sneak up sure onto, they... the, onto the well-lit set of a fucking porn scene. But I'm, I'm sure they were approaching from a distance, right? And they hear the noises. And their Geiger counters, or whatever those things are, are starting to register. 
and they're like, oh, there's a bright light in the in, in the distance. This, you know, we're, we're definitely going to have contact with the other end. And there it was, an amateur porn maker, <laughs> porn producer, fucking the shit out of some broad. And imagine the shock. Because I don't find ghost hunters... Look, I'll admit, I've watched those ghost shows, and nothing ever happens. Did you hear that? Did you see that? I've even watched it in HD, and there's no fucking difference. But they always do them of a night time, don't they? Well, of course they do. I've I've had people on old shows, and, and we should do like a Halloween thing with Cave Crew this year and have some of these people on. I've done shows, and... and First of all, they have you listen to these, what do they call them, uh, EVPs. And, did you hear that? Yeah, I just heard. I did not hear, I'm trapped on the other side. Like how you get that out of that and I don't, I don't understand. Because I've listened to the podcast over and over again and it never changes. The other one is the psychics. I see a person in your past. No shit. <laughs> did they like the color blue? Well, I'm sure at least one of them did. Yeah. I'm sure I've told you this. Well, I'm not sure I've told you this. but oh, Probably not. I Kill used to belong time, to a dude. spiritualist church. Oh, God. And I I have seen things. <laughs> and it, this is no word of a lie. I used to belong to a spiritualist church, and I used to sit in a psychic circle. And I only got to it because... I know, I know you're running short of time. I only got oh, to it God. because... Oh, God, we got like six minutes to kill. Please go no, crazy. I, I got to it because... Well, I got to it after my... Got into it after my dad died. I went to see a medium. Then I joined a psychic church. And I, I sat there in this psychic circle after being told that I should be in the circle because I've got these special powers. You've got the chakra. Uh, I've got it, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I've had some good experiences doing it. I haven't been there for a long, long while, but I I have had some visions. So I I wouldn't. I am a, not a skeptic. I'm a skeptic of the people that are fakes, but I am a, I am a believer. Over to you. I I just realised we've had an absolutely full chat room. I'm so used to it being empty. There's all kinds of ch- uh, chitter chat going on out there. Oh, really? I I haven't gone to the chat room in months because I can't get in. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, a Yonkers Rich, who oh, is a big okay. fan of paranormal. I think we need to somehow get him on the show. Yeah, I apologise. I haven't looked at the chat room. I apologise too. We're so used to everyone ignoring us. So, just so you know, uh, DK, Rich is uh, uh, Mrs. Cotter's fiance. Oh, okay. And I see him in the uh, Cave Crew Radio Facebook group. Yes. All right. Thank you for coming, by the way. Oh, I do apologize. I should have looked earlier. Where is, uh, where is uh, the, the crazy Swede? I'm sure he'd have something to say about this. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I, I don't mean to make fun of the. Look, this is my whole thing anytime, uh, Rich. 
that I've had uh, psychics and, and ghost hunters on the show. We live in a world where, you know, cameras and everything is plentiful. And it's never caught on on tape or on picture. So if, if you know, if, if you saw something or something's really there, you would you would eventually catch something on camera. And I'm not talking about a, a speck of rainwater, um, a.k.a. an orb, uh, on a camera. Right. And, and I, that, that's the real point. When you talk about, like, you, you know, look back at the, the 70s and 80s, you know, into the 90s, uh, a lot of this stuff was huge because people would have photos Right. Ultimately, they were doctored photos, but it was you know you didn't have a cell phone, right? So photos were uh, not as common as they are now because you people take pictures of fucking everything. Their entire lives are on fucking video and, and photo. Right. So if if, <laughs> if a chick was getting fucked by a demon, you know you wouldn't just sit there like 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 you're the ghost hunters walking in on a porn movie. You'd go, holy shit, let's grab a camera of this. She's getting fucked by the the Isbius or whatever they call the damn thing. I don't know what it is, but you know it, it's it, it's the same thing as fucking uh, Bigfoot or whatever. In the seventies, there was huge sightings of Bigfoot or UFOs, but nowadays, because everybody has a camera, you can't fake it anymore. And I you remember those old letters, <clears throat> No, I was just gonna. But, do, do you guys remember the old Leonard Nimoy? And this is back in the theater before we had cable and shit like that. And what was it? In Search Of. That's Search it. Search Of, yes. And they'd have these films of Bigfoot. It was actually Andre the Giant in like a suit. Oh, yeah. It was all, it was all fake nonsense. But remember those but, shows in Search Of? Oh, yeah. Loch Ness. Back then, you know, people didn't have so much access as they do now. So it was in the wilderness of fucking Seattle, Washington, yeah. you know. You see a Bigfoot sighting. Now, and, and they're taping it on like an eight millimeter camera, so you understand why it's not that clear. Right. But I now, mean, now uh, you take out your iPhone and you've right. got HD. Like, there's no room for mistake. And if there's a guy with a funny face standing on the side of the road, it's probably Snapchat. Right. And 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 even the Photoshop, you can tell. Even if it's really good Photoshop, you can still tell it's Photoshop because there's at least one small tiny error that you can pick out. Now, uh, uh, Rich wants you to know that Jay is the leader of your paranormal team. I know Jay. his paranormal team. I know Jay. I think we need to. Uh, Jay's a good guy, but you know it's. <laughs> and you can come on and try to convince me, but uh, I need proof. Like I, I don't want to hear AM radio static. Like, and, that, and that's the thing. It, nothing can ever. You can't. They can't ever prove anything because it doesn't exist. Yeah, you can if you put a microphone in the middle of a room and leave and you amplify what's recorded you're going to have sound because there's ambient sound in the room there's airflow moving through and if you amplify what comes through on the mic yeah that's going to cause a sound that doesn't mean there's ghosts in the room that means there's just ambient noise around that the microphone picked up and you amplified to try to make it look like there was a ghost in the room Right. I'm, I'm not trying to alienate our, uh, you know, paranormal friends. Uh, uh, Stu, I need to tell you, and it's a little too late for tonight, but uh, Choo Choo Stu uh, found a weatherman in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't have the audio. I apologize. I'll get it for next week. His name is Frankie McDonald, and he puts uh, Alex to shame. No. Hey, Stu. Yeah, Stu, uh, stop eating yeah. the damn cheeks and do the show. <laughs> he does. He puts uh, Alex. And he, he yells. He's like, there's a storm it it coming in. <laughs> so Frankie McDonald has now accepted me on Skype. So next week. <laughs> oh, no. Are we going to have him? We got to get him. I, I mean, I'm 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 trying to get the breastfeeding chick. I'm I'm trying to get you guys loaded up with with guests here. But Frankie McDonald will get at least some audio of this guy. Um, he looks a little bit like Alex, except he's Canadian, so he's a little bit pale. But um, he does a pretty good job, and he's very famous. Stop eating the famous. fucking cheeks! There's like two minutes left in the show. <laughs> hey, he made them. He has to eat them. I'm telling you, I, I wish I could find a way to get pig's cheeks over from the UK because yeah. I would absolutely try them. I, I, we, we, you can, yeah, I bet you ship them cheaper than Big B ships T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it like? I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll send them to you, yeah? Yes, please send us both. And uh, please, I don't want mine sitting out for three weeks. Like, just... <laughs> Put them on dry ice or I don't know. I'll vacuum pack them, yeah? Yes, and dry ice and, and make sure they're safe. I, I just, I'm very nervous about foodborne illness. Anyway, now that I know how full the chat room is, um, and I'm going to go to you guys, it's yeah. time to pick the name of our lovely show, uh, 2016, episode 22. I've got, again, a full thing of notes. So, uh, by the way, Rich sa- says you sound like a cow chewing. Can you imagine when he's suckling? <laughs> Rich. Suckling on the... Just, on the, just uh... imagine the sound he was making when he was suckling. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting a little bit of lactation. <laughs> I think Mrs. Cotter's got it right there. Look. You keep cutting out on us, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know what... What's your an issue? It's because you're getting too excited over the cheeks. So um, I'm going to give you guys a um, a chance in the chat room to think for a second, and let's go over to uh, London, England, on what you think you should uh, name this show. I'm going to have to go with Mrs. Carter, and it's uh, cheeks and teats. Cheeks and what? Teats. How do you spell that? T e a t. S, I think. Yeah. Cheeks As in and it. cheeks and teats. Okay, I wasn't quite there though. Um, over to uh, Queens. Go ahead, Big B. I have uh, Clem the Elephant God and Juice on the keyboard. <laughs> I like that one. You know, I've got so much stuff written down here. I am torn myself between. I have sucked on a little lactated breast. (laughs) 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 Oh, jeez. I'm I'm sorry. And a young Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Cheeks and teats I like, but I also like Clem. 
<laughs> and the juice on my keyboard. Let's go for revoting, folks. No one's typing in the chat room now. They all disappear. Tastes like sperm, Rich says. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to wonder what this fucking show's about. <laughs> Tastes like sperm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, juice on the keyboard. Tastes like sperm. I like Clem in there, though. <laughs> oh, Clem. I think Mrs. Cotter's got it, really. But Cheeks and teats. I don't know what a teat is. A teat is like uh, like what a, how you milk a cow. You know, the, the what you pull, you pull the teats. Right. On a baby's bottle, the bit that they suck on is a teat. Because the rest we can put in show notes. So, all right, I'll go... Uh, thank you, Mrs. Cotter. Just told me it's a nipple. See, we're, we're, who needs wiki? Who needs wiki when you have the chat room? I'll I'll go with that. I'm good with cheeks and teats. <laughs> Can you give it to that one, Big B? Oh, God. As long, uh, yeah, okay, fine. I'll, well, wait I'll, a minute. Now we we got like. No, there. I just can't get over taste like sperm. Tastes like sperm. <laughs> Hey, Clem, tastes like sperm. <laughs> we'll figure it out, folks. I'll come up with something in this script. What about cheeks, teats, and a taste like sperm? Cheeks, teats, and a taste of sperm. All right, there you go. <laughs> We're going to leave you today, folks, with a... Uh, I'm just reading this down. Because come morning time, I try to black out. I usually take, like, heavy narcotics so I don't dream about this show. Um, we are going to end this with a original song that we played last week um, from our good friend, Choo Choo Stew, uh, called I Love Wednesdays. So uh, join us next week, kids. Uh, please tell a friend, get yourself a T-shirt. Um, if you're lucky enough to be close to Big B, you won't have to pay a lot of shipping. Unless he, you know, calls. Standing up again, look. Unless he calls Uber <laughs> and charges you forty-five bucks to go two blocks. <laughs> it's four hundred and twenty-six dollars and thirteen cents right now. <laughs> Next thing we know, Big B's going to be driving a Rolls Royce. Um, <laughs> it'd, be it'd, it'd be delivering the shirt <laughs> <laughs> in person. Hey, we've got three options. <laughs> If you would like it delivered in person. <laughs> I could fly it to you for $16,000 in shipping. There you go. <laughs> All right, kids. Thanks again for listening. We love you. Um, Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. Spread the love. Tell somebody to listen. We appreciate it. Uh, we do all this out of love. Uh, now we're closing up with I Love Wednesdays. Wednesday nights come around again Are you ready for another show? You can catch it live You can save it too You can even listen on the loo Eric goes around shaking ponies The Swedes with their fucking meatballs And I can see no reason Cause there is no reason To be a bro Oh, me at all.
Tell me why I love Wednesdays. Tell me why, oh, I love Wednesdays. Tell me why, oh, I love Wednesdays. Cause that means K-Kuray-P-O. The K-Crew app is kept so clean as it plays to a whole wide world. You may be shocked and your ears will get rocked as we tell things as they are. Call it mental masturbation. Call it what you fucking want. And I can see no reason that there is no reason why you should unsubscribe. Tell me why I love Wednesdays. Tell me why, oh, I love Wednesdays. Tell me why, oh, I love Wednesdays. Cause that means Download feed is on overload Decay's gonna self-destruct Big B works so hard with the baby in his arms And we wonder why he's so fucked Juju just sits there laughing I'm sure he's clinically insane And I can see no reason And there is no reason why you should Oh damn, subscribe